TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising. Governor Newsom is in Orange County at this hour to get the latest on the Huntington Beach oil spill. But earlier today, he went to Fresno to sign a package of early childhood education bills as he continues what amounts to be a post-recall victory tour. Yeah, Patty, you know, the governor easily defeated the recall 62 to 38 percent, mirroring his margin of victory in the 2018 election. And since then, thanks to the timing of that, uh, he's been focused on signing or vetoing the hundreds of pieces of legislation passed by state lawmakers. And that's given him the chance to move around the state, highlighting various packages of bills on which he wants to throw the spotlight, which lets him be seen getting back to business, doing the work of the state, getting things done. Remember, he's up for re-election a little more than a year from now. So he's focusing on the pandemic, on vaccine mandates for kids, on education, wildfire prevention, and so on. And today, as we heard our reporter Kathy Novak uh, reporting earlier, it was early childhood education. Let's talk a little bit more about those bills he signed today. So he signed three bills, but it's interesting. So the bills themselves were not really what he talked about that much. Um, The three bills he signed, one expands dual language programs for preschoolers. One expands access to child care for migrant farm workers, which is one of the reasons he decided to do this in Fresno. And a third uh, expands a county child care pilot program that's going on in Santa Clara County, puts some more money in to keep that going for another year. But his real focus today was on the TK, Transitional Kindergarten Program, and college savings accounts. And he spoke mostly about those, even though that's not actually what he signed. Those are part of the larger package. These are things that were already enacted in the budget, but he really wanted to focus on them because they haven't gotten that much attention. But um, under this spending plan, that he signed. Um, California is going to expand its transitional kindergarten, the pre-K program, so that within four years, every four-year-old in California will be able to get a free year of preschool before kindergarten at all the school sites. So, for example, my kids went to a local preschool. You won't have to do that anymore, at least for that last year before kindergarten. And then the other piece of it is these college savings accounts, which started in San Francisco. Oakland is something similar on a smaller scale. Um, this is going to spend billions of dollars. I think it total is about $2 billion, um, setting up college savings accounts of up to $1,500 for um, all kids who are foster youth, homeless youth, um, English learners, you know, English as a second language, low-income kids. It's just under $2 billion for almost 4 million kids. So moving forward, every child who falls into those groups will have a college savings account started for them when they're in the first grade. And the goal is that eventually every child, not just those with resources, will have at least some money put away to start going to college. Doug, those are two really ambitious programs, especially to scale up. 
Yeah, and luckily for the state, we have this massive uh, budget surplus, and we got a lot of money from the feds for COVID relief. And the governor made a point of saying today, look, in Alabama, they're spending their COVID money on building new prisons, and we're spending it on you know, reducing class sizes and setting up college savings accounts. So he says we've got slightly different priorities in California. And these are things that, of course, have been underfunded for years in California, so they're able to throw a lot of money at this now, and they're going to reduce class size, too, over the next couple of years. Right now, um, it's supposed to be about one adult for every 24 kids. They're going to get it down to one to 12, which means in theory, your class that has only one teacher and it could have two, but um, that's, you know, is going to be phased in over several years. But again, this is money that's coming mostly from the state budget surplus, which is from unexpected tax revenues over the last year. Uh, we don't know that that's going to continue. The problem you often have with these programs is you set them up and then if we end up in a deficit situation in a year or two, suddenly you're cutting them. So you may remember that when Gray Davis was governor, there was a budget surplus. They reduced class sizes, made a big deal out of it. And then we hit some rough budget waters and they had to slash that and go right back to bigger classes. So the hope in California is that the money will keep flowing and they can maintain these programs over the years to come. Okay, so we've talked about the substance of the bills he signed today, the significance of the location. Why did he head to the Central Valley to do this? Well, for one thing, it's the place where he's least popular. Uh, He wants to, you know, do what he can to show that he's the governor of all the people, not just those on the coast who vote for him. Um, And he was asked, you know, what are you doing in Fresno? And he said, look, you matter and I care. And the people here matter just as much as the people matter in the Bay Area. And the people in the Central Valley matter as much and are as talented as the people in Silicon Valley. And he's the governor of all the people. He's not going to ignore them. So he's making a point of going places even where he's not well liked uh, to show that he's he's doing the business that they need done, whether, whether they like him or not, and whether they agree with what he's doing or not, he's going to go there and do it. I want to ask you about state school superintendent Tony Thurman. A lot of our listeners, a lot of people will go, oh, yeah, him, because he has not been in the headlines, even when there have been big education stories. Uh, give us a little bit about the backstory of what's going on. Yeah, actually, he has been in the headlines lately, but not for a good reason. Uh, there yeah, was a not, big story. not for education-related reasons. Yeah, the big story that came out last week showing that, uh, saying that he's had huge turnover in his staff, that he's an abusive and, and difficult boss, according to people who worked for him. It was, uh, you know, made a lot of headlines about how people don't like working for him, and he's very difficult. Um, and he has been noticeably absent. I mean, I've tweeted about this um, and gotten some pushback from the governor's office, but he has been noticeably absent over the last few weeks from any of these announcements. I mean, when the governor announced the vaccine mandate for students, where was Tony Thurmond? When he announced his big spending plans for for schools, where is Tony Thurmond? He hasn't been at any of the COVID-19 um, briefings or the budget briefings or bill signings. Uh, when there was the big rally in Oakland with Kamala Harris before the recall, all the state elected officials were there except for Tony Thurmond. And we've been wondering, why is he not showing up at these things? And either he's not invited or he's not showing up. And And what we've learned is that he and the governor are not especially close. They don't have the warmest of relationships. Um, we were told that he had good reasons not to be at the thing with the vaccine mandate last week because he had agreed to be on a Zoom for a project uh, supported by the unions, which are very important to getting both of these men elected. But for whatever reason, after a number of us wrote about it and tweeted about it, today Thurman was there and he showed up and he made very brief remarks and he and the governor stood far apart. Um, it would have been hard to get a picture of them near each other. Uh, and uh, didn't speak to each other, but he was there finally. And and, uh, why he's kept a low profile, we're not really sure, but he wasn't asked about this controversy, about this story, so he didn't have any response to it. 
As we mentioned earlier on, the Governor Newsom right now is in Orange County. He's getting an update about that big oil spill. Did he say anything about it in Fresno? No, he didn't. And it didn't come up, which, you know, Fresno is nowhere near uh, the ocean, so it wouldn't be a local story necessarily. But, of course, it's a huge statewide story. No one asked about it. Uh, the qu- questions were quite focused on the education package and on Fresno issues, but uh, it didn't come up. But the governor now taking the opportunity, to, he's getting a briefing right now, and he's going to hold uh, any moment an availability to answer questions about it. So we'll probably be hearing from him later on. But that did not come up in Fresno, Patty. Thanks so much. Thank you, Patty. And again, you can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm always tweeting the latest on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.